Well, hello there. I'm Cosmic Cannibal, and this is Cosmic Chronicles, your sometimes weekly report of all things astrology, from zodiac signs and planets to transits and horoscopes. <gasps> and speaking of horoscopes, I've got yours for today and the next 30 days. What? That's right. It is now officially Gemini season. That time of the year, the best time of the year. Second to Leo season, maybe. And okay, I might be a little biased because, well, this is the season of my sun sign, but whatever, I don't give a shit. You can say goodbye to the sensory loving vibes of Taurus and let your curiosity and conversations and whatever else we Geminis do, I don't know, be flighty, run wild because the sun has entered airy Gemini and life is about to get great, great, great. Gemini season, which runs May 20th through June 21st, is a season of thinking, writing, speaking, questioning, moving, and connecting. It's true, during Gemini season, we're more apt to put two and two together. Now, please note, there are always two or more of everything when Gemini is involved. If you don't believe me, then consider the following Gemini celebrities, Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen, which are twins, uh, who are twins, um, Venus and Serena Williams, also Geminis, uh, Johnny Depp and his multiple personalities, and anyway... This might mean during Gemini season when all this connecting and writing and communicating is going on that you set up your bestie with another bestie, a la millionaire matchmaker Patty Stanger. Yes, that is a throwback to the days when I used to watch Bravo. She's also a Gemini, not the Bravo network, but Patty Stanger, the millionaire matchmaker. Or maybe during Gemini season, you link one idea with another idea before realizing that both ideas are great. Cue Tony the Tiger. They're great. And that you have to share each of those ideas with every single person you know. <gasps> That's right. Urgent communications and oh my god, you have to see this, texts are par for the course during Gemini season. So too are short-lived dives into random topics, reading new books but likely not finishing them, uh, texting and talking non-stop and exploring the everyday world around you. Want to go to a new restaurant? Sure. I wasn't asking you, I was asking myself, because there's two of me, I'm a Gemini. You see what I mean when I say this is the best time of the year, second to Leo season? No? Well, let's get down to what it means for your signs. <clears throat> Fire signs, both sun and rising, will appreciate Gemini season as the sun will be transiting their social communication parts of their charts that rule the friends, contacts, and other things. So Aries, Gemini animates your third house of communication, learning, and siblings. So you and your bro or sis, or brotherly, sisterly BFF, might finally download Babbel and attempt to learn African or some other foreign language. Notice I said attempt. It's more likely you'll think about learning African only to realize that eating Ethiopian food is a lot easier and better. Even though Babbel is great, it's no Rosetta Stone. That, or maybe you decide to go on a mini vacay and make a vlog. 
about it. That's very Gemini season. Leo! Gemini season ignites your 11th house of mass communication, hopes, wishes, and dreams. So, a social media project like, say, a TikTok astrology account, <coughs> me, might be the next goal on your journey towards actualizing your long-term hope of being a famous writer, communicator, influencer, entertainer, what have you. But if TikTok isn't calling your name, social media fossils, Twitter and Facebook might see a lot more activity from you. Sagittarius. You like how I'm going in like non-sequential order? I do. It's fun. Gemini season puts the focus on your seventh house of partnerships and contracts. It's suddenly a lot more important to you to be out and about with another person or several people. Lucky for you, people will be hitting you up left and right, asking you to be their partner in crime. Now, as long as you're not committing any real crimes, you should be fine. That was like a dad joke. Put me on a Geico commercial. Have me write a Geico commercial. I have tons of bad jokes. This podcast is full of them. Now, the air signs, <laughs> unsurprisingly, we are going to take the most pleasure from Gemini season because it's a time when we get a boost of fucking confidence, creativity, and a lust for adventure. Gemini, me other Geminis, mostly me. This is your birthday season, babe. The sun is in your first house of identity and personality, so fucking enjoy all the attention you're getting from others. Who cares if your ego starts swelling? <laughs> That's the point of praise. It's meant to make you feel big. Also, don't be afraid to chase or set some new professional, personal, physical goals. Just whatever you do, don't get bangs. That one is also for me. Libra. Gemini season shines a light on your ninth house of adventure, travel, higher education, or brand spanking new cultural experiences. Doing new things like, say, eating Ethiopian food, go with Aries, they're doing it too, or visiting new places like, say, a South Carolina art museum or the like, are on their way. Now, if such exotic things appeal to you, um, if they don't, then maybe a new goal list, writing, publishing, big picture project, maybe an art project will. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Or ma'am. Or they. Aquarius. The Gemini sun sits pretty in your fifth house of love, romance, and creativity. You feel flirty, fun, and full of ideas. Sounds like a dating ad. Uh, so, speaking of dating, go date, paint, write, learn to salsa, or tango, or download Tinder. Are people still using Tinder? I don't know. Better yet, you and Libra should get together and plan a sort of how Stella got her groove back type of retreat. Since they're traveling a lot, and you just want to have fun. Do they salsa in that movie? I feel like they salsa in that movie. What's the Jamaican equivalent of salsa -ing? Anybody? Hmm. Now, earth and water signs will feel the effects of Gemini season differently, which is why your horoscopes are a lot shorter, because the sun lights up your emotional and work houses respectively. And also respectively. Yes, the sun is going to be respectful of those parts of your chart. Just letting you know. You can all expect to feel a little antisocial, even though the urge to get out of the house and connect with others or build your network slash professional credentials is strong. Credentials. Da bears. It's a confusing push-pull of desires, but hey, that's what being a Gemini is all about. Trust me, I live that life every day. It's not easy. It's not easy. 
So just give us our time here. Let us be, okay? Taurus, you'll be thinking about making money the easy and passive way. Lucky for you, Gemini season will inspire a ton of ideas on how to do so. Cancer, you'll be isolating yourself, waiting in the pit like Phantom of the Opera until your season comes around. I feel like that's really appropriate. Virgo, you'll focus on your career and connecting with higher-ups, you schmoozer. Whereas Scorpio will be thinking about death, sex, taxes, and getting some freelance gigs so that they can make a legacy. Nothing new there. They're always doing that. Capricorn, you'll be thinking about your daily routine and how to make yourself more productive. Again, nothing new on that front. And last but not least, Pisces. Gemini season sits in your fourth house, bringing a flurry of activity to your home and family life or big changes to your home and family life. Oh, hello. So all of what I said before with these horoscopes, maybe you're just going to see a lot of changes. I didn't mention that. Gemini is a sign of change. Mofuckers. Okay, so if now's the time you want to change your ideas, change your residencies, change your life, change your hair, just get bangs. Somebody just convince me to get bangs, please. Someone just say to me, hey, Cosmic, get bangs. Because if I get that affirmation from someone, I will do it. Because I've been going a long time and I've been wondering, should I do it? Should I not? Because I don't like fixing things, but God, my forehead's huge. Anyway, um, also Pisces, you might just chill at home and watch TV a lot. Or the NBA Finals, because those are coming up. I say it's going to be Golden State and Boston. Gross. I'm rooting for Boston. Because Golden State beat the Denver Nuggets and I'm not happy about it. Of course, there's a lot going on this Gemini season. It's, horoscopes aren't the only thing, right? The sun isn't the only thing moving during Gemini season. In fact, in true Gemini fashion, Gemini season is wasting no time with the planetary transits and ingresses. Fancy word for, quote, the arrival of the sun, moon, or a planet in a specified constellation or part of the sky, end quote. <laughs> Thanks, Oxford languages. So without further ado... Your cosmic weather forecast for 2022 Gemini season. <sighs> Wait. No, sorry. We're going. On May 22nd, retrograde Mercury re-enters Taurus, further slowing our thoughts, plans, and emails. So, fun fact. I sent a job application to an email that didn't exist, and I'm still getting alerts from Google about it. And to which I want to say to Google, just delete the fucking email, Google, okay? It didn't send. So just don't send it. Don't keep trying. Because you're not helping me by sending me emails that's saying, hey, message failed. That doesn't help me. And that is really what Mercury Retrograde is all about. Now, just a few days after Mercury Retrograde re-enters Taurus, on May 24th, Mars, the planet of action, energy, and urges, enters fire sign Aries. Huh. Now, Aries is Mars' home sign. It's zodiac homie or home slice, if you're feeling nasty. So our energy levels, sex drives, and entrepreneurial spirits will be at record highs. I'm telling you, like, if you think I'm wired now, wait till Mars in Aries comes. Because I have Mars in Leo, and I have Jupiter in Leo, and I have a Leo ascendant. So I'm going to be going crazy, I think. 
During Mars and Aries, we are in hot pursuit of anything that gets our blood pumping and passion stirring. Physical exercise is a must. That's true. Lift them weights. Start that CrossFit. Not a mean. Beginning May 28th, Love Planet Venus enters Taurus, where it will stay until June 22nd. That's a long time. Venus rules Taurus, so it should be an easy transit. Just kidding, that's not all about it. Venus and Taurus loves a few choice things. Food, sex, food, nature, sex, and anything and everything that feels soft or smells like it could taste good or make you feel good. So you can expect lots of lazy days at home, at the beach, or at the park, you know, anywhere where you're just like soaking in the sun, like Sheryl Crow, I wanna soak up the sun. Or like being like, yo, is that a lilac? Cause you're looking at nature. That's what I was saying with that one. Um, or maybe you're just like eating tacos a lot and having a lot of sex. I feel like that's what Lizzo's been doing for the past couple of years before she released that banger. <clears throat> the Gemini new moon on the 30th is our first new moon since eclipse season, but it isn't all clear skies. Most of it is, but some of it isn't. Mercury is still retrograde on that day, which will delay any plans you're making or any intentions you're setting. Still, the planet is also sextile Neptune in Pisces and square Saturn in Aquarius. Now, the combination of these two planetary aspects gives us the inspiration and the realistic determination to get shit done. Or at the very least, to plan. And then once Mercury stations direct on June 3rd, which I'll get to, then, you know, things are gonna shape up and you'll be able to go after your dreams. Just chase your dreams. I'm writing that song. Nobody take that. That's my melody. Mars and Jupiter and Aries are in a tight conjunction on this new moon. They're also making a loose sextile to the new moon. So enthusiasm and excitement will increase dramatically. That's something I meant to mention with the Mars and Aries transit. Uh, Mars and Jupiter are going to be traveling side by side and Jupiter expands anything it touches. So watch out. Everything I mentioned with Mars and Aries, it's going to be amplified big time. Like, what? You know? For some reason, I felt like citing Tone Lock there. Let's do it. So, as mentioned, uh, Mercury stations were direct in Taurus on June 3rd, and communication will begin to smooth out before the planet re-enters its home slice sign of Gemini on June 13th. But, you know, before we get all like, yeah, it's great. Tony the Tiger. There, girl. Beginning June 4th, Saturn, the planet of restriction, limits, and responsibility, stations retrograde in 25 degrees Aquarius. Now, Saturn goes retrograde every year, so no big deal. Except it is a big deal because I wish it would just leave Aquarius and I could be done with this hellish Aquarius Saturn return. Um, but retrograde Saturn urges us to take a closer look at the structures and limits in our lives. So by the transit's end, or when it stations direct, you may decide that a relationship, a job, or a hairstyle just doesn't suit your lifestyle anymore. I mean, okay, yeah, mullets were a hot hair trend, but are they still? That's going to be a question rolling in your head during Saturn return, or Saturn retrograde. 
When Saturn returns to the degree in which it was placed during its retrograde and prograde cycle, am I confusing you yet? I hope so. Okay. So last but certainly not least in this cosmic weather forecast is the Sagittarius full moon on May 14th. Whew. Fire is the dominating element on this full moon. Not only is the full moon occurring in a mutable, i.e. uncontrollable fire sign, but fiery Mars and Chiron are conjunct in fire sign Aries, which could exacerbate feelings of insecurity surrounding your ego, identity, and your current goals. But then again, it might not. Um, yeah, dream big on the full moon. A dream is a wish. That's more for Pisces. Um, I kind of feel like the, the theme song for that full moon is Born to Raise Hell by Motorhead. If anybody has problems with that, let me know. Of course, after that, the sun moves into Cancer on the 21st, and you all have a whole new set of transits and ingresses to look forward to, or fear, if I'm being honest and real, because Cancer season will have us all a little touchy and afraid of just about everything. Again, going back to that Phantom of the Opera reference, you know, Cancer's just kind of waiting <laughs> in the wings, but kind of like, do I go out there? What about my home? What about my family? What about my security? Should I risk being seen in all of my glory? Or should I not? You know, I mean, I have Cancer Venus, so. This was all, gosh, this is great. Because this was also like a dive into like Cosmic's chart. Wow, I didn't even mean to do that. That's how good I am at what I do. So enjoy Gemini season while you can. I certainly know I will. So there you have it. Your cosmic weather forecast for 2022 Gemini season. The best season of all the zodiac seasons, second to Leo season. And see, I can say that because I have a Leo ascendant, which means my chart birthday is in August. It's on the lion's portal day. Coincidence? I don't think so. I also have my birthday birthday, which is part of Gemini season. So yeah, the two seasons are the best in the world. If you want more information on why that is, if you're curious about where all these transits I've been talking about are going to affect your chart or how or what the hell Mars is or Venus or Jupiter. I've got so many resources on my website www.cosmiccannibal.com. Bye!